You are now listening to Blacksburg Unfiltered. You are now listening to Plattsburgh Unfiltered. You are now listening to Plattsburgh Unfiltered. You're listening to Plattsburgh Unfiltered. I'm your host, Garrett Jones, here in Melissa Fort, Hunter Kelly, and Elias Raff. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Hanging in. We got the interview done. Yeah, this this one is... Uh, <laughs> today, this episode is called uh, Where I Call Home. So... I'm from rural New York. Melissa's from Brooklyn, New York. Hunter Kelly is from Long Island, and Elias Raff is from Manhattan. Correct? Did I get all those right? Yeah, you yeah. did. Imagine all he had right. none of them right at all. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Islip, Long Island, correct? To be yeah, exact? I mean, you could just say Long Island, though. No, it's I mean, just in the yeah. middle. You don't got to clarify. Hunter's going to represent all of Long Island on this like, podcast. We didn't clarify though. you. We just said Manhattan. Well, we didn't Eli. clarify Melissa. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I mean, you kind of left it. A little Brooklyn. Bit. You, you just New said City. rural New York. Yeah. So. <laughs> Where is rural, <laughs> yeah, New, said rural New, New York? Oh, you guys know where Martinsburg, New York is, right? All right, good point. Okay. Good point. Good point. I appreciate it. That was a good point. I'm about an hour and a half north of Syracuse. Okay, that's oh, fair. Wow. You picked a All good right. one on that one. <laughs> Thank you. All righty. Uh, I just got a few questions for you, and we're going to uh, kind of get an idea of different bra- backgrounds that have come to SUNY Plattsburgh, how it's kind of changed you coming to SUNY Plattsburgh, what you've learned, how you've changed, et cetera, et cetera. First question is, how do you think where you grew up has shaped you? Melissa, you can start. Oh, I'll oh. put pressure on. Yeah, it. sure. Yeah, of course. So I'm from Brooklyn. It's really like a predominantly where I'm at specifically is a predominantly like black neighborhood. And I've noticed that there's like a really tight knit community. And even though like, how do I explain it? Like, even though New York City is diverse, it's really like a lot of Caribbean people. So I grew up in this, like, space of just Caribbean people and community, but also, like, having to be hyper-aware and understand, like, you know, sometimes things in New York City is rough, right? Like, we lock our car doors, we really are hyper-vigilant, but I think coming here, like, a lot of that has changed, but definitely would say I got shaped by just the community. Like, there's so much love in Brooklyn, there's so much love in Flatbush, and I really enjoy it, so yeah. Similar to Melissa, I mean, I'm just on the other side of the water in Manhattan. I grew up in a neighborhood that was fairly ethnically diverse, but there were a lot of, uh, everybody in my neighborhood were, uh, they came from families. So growing up, there were a lot of parents that had just moved into the neighborhood. My parents had been there for a little while. People were bringing up their kids, and I ended up having so many friends that I was able to walk to elementary school with and wa- and eventually get to middle school with. There just being a lot of kid-friendly spots, we, we would always go to our, our local playground, as you know, I, I bet everybody would. Just being able to be so close to all my friends, not really having to travel. You know, I learned very young how to get around really quickly, and yeah, I think I was shaped by people... People my age who I was with, and, you know, we, we always made a, a lot of fun in, uh, in our neighborhood. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's a good point. I always found it interesting how you had to get around being in the city because with me, everything's really, like, it's more suburbs than anything. Like, it's busy, but it's not to the same extent as being in the city or probably yeah. being in Brooklyn. And it's more like it's everything's closer. It's more tight-knit. It's broken into different towns. So my school personally or my part of Long Island had, you know, enough diversity. But I feel like for the most part I was shaped 
more by my parents and their upbringing. Um, but as far as getting around and being with friends and stuff, it's not like I was ever really traveling far outside of my actual town. Like, it was kind of just one main street and then, you know, a few other select areas maybe you would leave or go to other towns. You know, being up here, it's a similar vibe, but I would say it's a little more relaxed. It reminds me of when I would go to, like, Pennsylvania on vacation and stuff, just being because I'm not used to being upstate or being this far upstate especially. This is, like, the most upstate you can get. So... I wasn't really used to it before I came up to college, so it's kind of cool going back home and then coming here, and it's two different types of environments. So that's something I've really enjoyed personally, just the difference between the two. Mm. I think in conversations that I had with Eli and Hunter, like driving around, so especially Eli, Eli, you know, you don't drive very often or hardly at all. At all. But back home, I, (laughs) in order to get to school, I would need to take a vehicle, or unless the bus came. Because it's, it's like three or four miles of just mostly farm fields, trees, et cetera, et cetera. To get to a highway is an hour, hour and a half away from me. So I, and I've talked to people from Binghamton who was like, you have to jump on the highway to go to school. So I'm, it's very, like, reserved. You're kind of off by yourself. There's, there's a town. Like, the town of Lavo is right next to us, and those people live closer together, like the suburby kind of thing. But where I live and where I have a lot of friends, it's like, live on like five plus acres to get to my girl's friend's house was a 25 minute drive through three towns you probably see like 20 farms I mean it's it's just like a whole different world and how it shaped me is like this the McDonald's job was the most it's my first indoor job like mostly most of the work around where I live is like in the spring during school I'd pick rock does anybody know what picking rock is no no idea so they actually just came out with equipment, and it's become more affordable for farmers. But before that, there's Tug Hill, and so in the wintertime, everything freezes over, and there's snow, and then, you know, the ground shifts, and everything shifts. So then rocks are filled in the fields where they need to plant crops. So for, like, thousands of acres or, you know, several hundred at least, you have people walk the field, like four people in front of a tractor with a big old bucket on it, and you just pick up rocks, throw it in there. And usually it would be, like, from 3.30 at, after school, to like when it was no longer daylight, like 9.30. And that's what I did all the way through spring, throwing in hay, like, you know, throwing in hay, like, you know. So, yeah. I'm assuming. I know. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Carpentry work, et cetera, like stuff like that. Is uh, in the city or in Long Island, what kind of jobs did you guys do growing up or what was out there? I would say mostly like fast food was a big one if people were working there. Or like there was a frozen yogurt place. Yeah, everything was close to the high school too where people worked. I felt like I don't think there was... Unless you have, like, private interest or something, you know, maybe you were involved with, uh, even, I was going to say, like, fire department, but that's more volunteering, especially at a younger age. Nice. I'm trying to think. But for the most part, or you'll work at, like, the, uh, the ferries would be a big one for Long Island. That would probably be a, a really big one is mm-hmm. ferries from either Fire Island or Connecticut over. People would work those. That's a big job. And then also you could work on Fire Island if you just take the ferry over in the summertime. I'm trying to think. For the most part, that's probably the most notable mm. jobs had to do with that. What about you, Eli? You know, where I grew up there, a lot of the retail jobs, you, you, can't, you couldn't really apply to them unless you were probably 22 or 23 or older. You would, you, you would never have a chance at them. Nobody Not for SYEP. Don't know. Oh, look at you. But a lot of the... A lot of the jobs that people would get were to either work through our through different schools and do after school programs, or normally during the summers. For for mo- for most summers for the past few years, I worked as a camp counselor 
for four and five-year-olds mostly. That was a really popular job. Like I said, a lot of families, a lot of kids. So, you know, every company needed a lot of workers. Uh, Working at the YMCA, I did that for five or six years. I helped with productions that they put on. Yeah, a lot of youth groups, but things involving helping kids and things like that. Nice. I know for me, I was a brownie kid, so I sold brownies in school. And then during my summers, at first I was a camp counselor at this one, like, real bougie camp. Cool. What what does a bougie camp consist of? It's crazy. Like, I don't want to say the name of where it was. I mean, these kids were paying $2,000 a summer to go there. Real, real rich people. I mean, we had four-year-olds fighting their parents over iPhones. Like, the latest. Oh, my God. I I know. (laughs) I know. And it was a 12-hour day. So I would start at 7 a.m. because it was a bus monitor and then a camp counselor. And then I'd end at 7 a.m. I was, like, 15, 16 doing this. Then I was doing brownies during the school year to like supplement and then over the summer I did a program called SYEP which helps like youths get jobs at places and I worked at Toro College as a clerical assistant. My mother worked at Toro College. That is so interesting. As a professor. Wow yeah that was what I did. That's pretty sweet yeah and a lot of those things I've never even uh, thought of before. Picking up off of that is there anything that surprised you when you came to Plattsburgh like maybe you came in with some ideas of what you thought it was going to be like but it just wasn't? My main drive of going to Plattsburgh was not only for the for the audio program, but I was getting a little tired of the city. I, I, want, I had never really experienced something all too different besides a couple, couple weekends in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. I, I really didn't know what a suburban or rural life was like. So I was like, you know, and I, I do like the cold weather. So I came up here for mostly that. And for the most part, it's what I expected. But I didn't realize how reliant I would need to be on driving because I never in my life had I ever thought I can't get to this place or this place because everything I needed was a walk, bus, or train away. That's crazy because my whole life was like pre-16-year-old, I needed my parents. Walking up here was a doozy. Like walking to the bank, walking to downtown is just like... Yeah, I would walk. uh, I mean, when I was... 12 years old, I started in in high school. I went to high school in Queens, so I would need to take two trains to be able to get there. And I thought that was, I was like, okay, that's a that's a bit of a stretch. But but to think that, you know, people up here, you know, two trains, that doesn't even exist. You would need, for whatever amount of time it took me to get to school, you would just have to drive that much. And that, that's kind of insane to me. Yeah. They got the shuttle, man. Shuttle's my best friend. <laughs> I was gonna say that shuttle works. I ain't taking a shuttle. Well, that's that's. So you know decision. how to drive? No, no he doesn't. I, I've you know I've. So I've, where, how do you get places? I've I've walked. I walked to <laughs> I've I've walked to Walmart many times. So you don't you don't rely on driving, but it would. So like the shuttle exists, but you don't. Because I I I get <laughs> He's environmentally conscious. I I actually huh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, what's helpful is is all my roommates have cars, so sometimes I'll oh, let you okay. ride with them. You don't um, drive with them. You ride with them. Yeah. You keep saying the word drive. Yeah, yeah. I rely on driving. I was about to say you got them big boy I'm legs. A, I'm a, I'm a, I am a it's passenger. It's a group thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> they all sit in the driver's seat. But my my freshman year, the first first couple months, I I walked to Walmart a lot. Where were you living freshman year? On on campus. Yeah, but yeah, what, what, what building? I was in Adirondack Hall. Good A-D-K. Lord. A-D-K. That's so was Mr. Uh, Hunter I'm Kelly. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I was in Banks. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. Oh. That's equivalent. That's similar. That's a rough similar. one, yeah. He's not giving that same credit. It's tough because, like, I, my friend group, we would split off, and, like, you have the people going to Whiteface and living their best life. <laughs> and then, like, they, I would go into banks, and they're like, have fun in the projects. <laughs> so... It was a time. Eighty K was scary. Eighty K is scary. They it's have it endearing. open for the. They have it open for the thrift shop, and yeah. I'm like, this is a rough. We, I, I gotta say, I liked it. Hunter, so <laughs> it was. It was warming. They were <laughs> on our floor. There must have not been more than t- ten or eleven people total, in wow. one hallway. It was me, Hunter, and I think five other guys, and we just all got along, and and we we kind of made that hallway. Are sweet, and it was, yeah, no, it was a work. fun time. Yeah, nobody we, used the lounge. I just took the lounge. You, yeah, Hunter, Hunter took over the lounge, but sometimes we'd sit in there, we'd watch. <laughs> Hunter took over the lounge. <laughs> <laughs> we'd watch, uh, we watch movies. We'd watch. We, I don't know. We, at one point, we we put one of our friends. We we uh, rolled him up in toilet paper. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> we put him in a laundry bin and then rolled him downstairs. Oh Lord. <laughs> Hunter remembers this. Well, like I feel like eighty k would be eighty k would be popping, y'all. Like if they renovated it, it would be popping because it's like right by Clinton, right by the ACC. Not too bad, like of a walk from yeah. Sibley to Yoko. It was a good it was location. A good location. It is. Yeah. 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 Same thing with bank. They just need to renovate the building. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. We're getting way off topic. Oh my goodness! Nah, I, nah, I think it was good. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Slay. What, what was your question next again? question? Though? Yeah. Next, next question? Yeah. Oh, we will that one. learning we learning things one. about Biasburg and finding stuff you yeah, enjoy. All right, we built that There's, one. Yeah. Well, I'm getting to it. And finding <laughs> stuff you enjoy. What are the things that you miss about home? Because I know this is my first semester where I've had to be on campus for every like every weekend and all week except for. Spring break would be my one time I get to go home. What Bagels. do you miss about home? Bagels. What do I miss about home? Yeah. <laughs> no, I've Hunter misses the bagels. Uh, <laughs> Me too. It's it's gonna sound weird, but I miss like being even able to walk outside and uh, nobody can nobody sees me. Yeah, it's like, a good one. I'll and, make like my driveway's it. like <laughs> my driveway's like fifty, sixty yards long. Good it's Lord. a seven acre plot of land. I walk outside, you know, breathe like like this air is fresher than I imagine probably New York City. But breathing in and like like just the smell of like the trees and it sounds weird, but No, it doesn't. I know real I connected get it. to the earth. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like walking outside in my bare feet, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I also miss my family quite a bit. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Real You family, I mean yeah. I'm the mini version of my dad, did, so did you have your own room growing up? Uh until my brother moved out, I did not. When did he move out? Oh, shoot. He, he went to college for a year. It wasn't for him. He came back for a few months, and then he was working, and then he left. So I was probably, I would have been a, a freshman, freshman in high school, mm. like late freshman year. I, I'm, I'm just thinking about Melissa and I, and I, I have a feeling that I know, Melissa, you have two brothers? <laughs> yeah. yeah for, until I was in seventh grade, I shared a room with my brother and my sister. That's crazy. Yeah, I only dang. just got my own room like last semester. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, I I was with two brothers and it was it was really sad. Like our room is about like half the size of the room we're in right now. We were wow. sharing that. Yeah. This is a big yeah. room. This is a big room. Okay, but like big cut room. it in half. Yeah, cut it in half. <laughs> like cut three it in people. half. Um, that's for tough. three people. Yeah, no, that's tough. Yeah. Was it just open room, no wall? 
It was like a, a square. Okay. Well, wow. see, my, my room was like that too, but then my uh, brother got so sick of me that my my dad is a carpenter, so he just built a temporary wall. Yeah, my dad fixed up. Yeah, my dad fixed up the house to yeah. like give them their own space and like mine, which was pretty nice. But it was it was getting to a point where I was like, dude, I I need yeah my yep. own room. Yeah. 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 What about you? What I miss about home, I honestly I miss the noise. I miss yeah. I like, and I I also miss things being kind of new. I miss being able to be able to go to a, a new neighborhood and just be able to walk around and just people watch. I mean, you can obviously people watch on, on campus, but there's something about having everybody between the ages of, you know, 18 and 22 years old for the most part and having, you know, your occasional professor and occasional family. But there's something about just the diversity of people back home that I really miss just sitting and people watching and even just walking by people. There's something about... I don't know. It, it, a lot of it feels empty up here. Uh, that's I think it's, it's, it's so, no, I, so small in comparison to New yeah, York City. Yeah, I definitely agree. I also didn't say what I missed. Oh, I missed the food. Like, I'm Jamaican and Guyanese, so, like, I eat a lot of Jamaican food. Tell me Clinton's really not good. doing it for you? It's definitely <laughs> not doing it for you. I actually haven't been to Clinton at all this semester, really. And I think I also miss just, like, the ability to go to Manhattan. Manhattan is just so much fun. There's so much to do there. Just, uh, like, there's so many places to go to and so many things to experience and, like, also the access to, like, opportunities, too. Because there's so many, like, production things going on and, like, celebrities that you can just go and take photos of, so. Oh, my gosh. What? What's up? Celebrities. Yeah, you could just. Who's the most famous person you've seen out? The most famous person? I met will be Goldberg. And oh, wow. Well, Eli, don't even try yours. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Well, what you was? Um, yeah, I thought you was going to be good. Nick Nolte. I want to hear. Wait, no. Uh, <laughs> would you say Kiki Palmer is more famous? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I met Kiki Palmer, Palmer and, and no Michael Strahan, too. Yeah. Oh, Michael Strahan is a one, too. He was a single season sack record. Yeah, he does. Yeah, mostly knew that. Sure. <laughs> no, it's just um, you should take the opportunity. You all should take the opportunity to just like go to a live taping of a show. Yeah. And that's how you do it. <laughs> I want to meet Kiki Palmer. I like Kiki she's Palmer. beautiful. Just yeah, she's having she a kid is. now. Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful woman right there. That I'm is so a beautiful sorry. woman. Yeah, she's, super no, that's, funny. she's way up there. I really like Kiki Palmer. Hunter, anything she you missed? My heart. What happened? Anything you missed? Sorry, Palmer? I was focused on Kiki Palmer. Uh, the <laughs> food, mostly the food. Mm. I would say, yeah, bagels. I miss a bagel. Yeah. I remember a conversation, and Hunter was like, I was like, what's the point of buying a bagel up here? Like, why don't you just buy them from the store? I totally, like, I've never been to New York City, so I never yeah. even think about going out into a bagel place and buying a bagel. I just get mine from bagel Price shops Chopper. Bagel shops are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's different. You get, And it's, like, still kind of cheap compared to other things. Like, pizza's up the... I think like seventeen dollars for a pie on Long Island. I, crazy, yeah. yeah. It used to be just twelve as like the default, and now they climbed up five dollars, like McDonald's. That's yeah. crazy. But I know. I Are know. you a bubble tea person? That's one thing I miss too. No, I've never that's, had bubble tea. That's, that's also that's going up. I, I, I uh, yeah. Like, like I remember being in middle school getting a bubble tea. It was like for, I would, I would always get like a medium bubble tea. Um, and that was, you know, four dollars. And now you get you get a medium bubble tea, and it's like six fifty. It's ridiculous. Like boba, what is the bubble tea? What, 
What is it? It's tapioca. Well, I okay. like mine with tapioca. Yeah, then I thought it's okay. Then I know what it is. It's yeah. just kind of all right. Like cool. different flavors and stuff. Yeah. Now that's cool. I would say food's a big thing. I guess beach because I know they have a beach. It's not the same. No. The Plattsburgh know? City Beach doesn't do it for you. No. It's you know it's the largest freshwater beach in all of uh, all of America. I've never been. It's a really good fact to pull out. Yeah. Right. Really good fact to pull out. Look at you. We honestly should like. I mean, listen, we're not like that close, but Hunter and Eli, you <laughs> should come. To, you should come to like where I live sometime. Ooh. What was that for? Well, was, and then you guys for two years. I feel like you know, must have went hop in my car with me and <laughs> come to the yeah, sticks. You know fair, what I mean? And fair. I'd like to come to New York City too. Try everything out. You got to yeah, come down. You definitely yeah. have to. Yeah, for, sure. nah, for real. That's a good idea. We do a remote episode in a bagel place. Oh my gosh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. And then we do really one. Good we idea. do one sitting in a canoe fishing. Uh, and then everything just like no. fall over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or we could do a boat too. Do you ever watch uh, a real Action one. Bronson's? Uh, well, it's F. That's delicious. I love that show. That show. I wanted to be like that, where you just go to a place in the city and then you like talk to the people and then you try the, all the items basically, but. I don't think anybody wants to hear you say, I've never been to New York City before. Yeah, but no, well, don't say that. Gosh, my voice, I, I <laughs> age so fast in this time period between when we go and now. I'm, I'm 42. <laughs> 42? That's, that's an old 42-year-old voice. Oh, my uh, goodness. Hey, if you ever want to people watch, Eli, I can hook you up with a job at McDonald's. <laughs> Holy cow. Or you wanted to stop by, you can sit in my car in the parking lot, and uh, I'll wear, a, I'll wear a, a microphone, and you can listen to what people tell I me. I feel like people at Walmart are just like, that's the place to go to Walmart watch. watching? Yeah. yeah. Walmart watching. <laughs> Walmart after the workday is over. Yeah, you don't want to go there between like 3 and 6. Yeah, you do. No, you, I mean, yeah, <laughs> if, if you're interested in that kind of thing. You'll catch Hunter there between 3 and 6. <laughs> Hunter doesn't go anywhere unless I take him. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'll walk out there. You walk <laughs> out to Walmart? I'll do that. Now, now that now? you said that, I'll take the shuttle probably. Oh, beautiful <laughs> right I mean, it exists. So. What's the temperature right now? Probably cold, cold. man. 30. I was about to say um, something Ooh. I shouldn't have, but. Yeah, sorry, right, though. curse. <laughs> Alrighty. So, that has been Where I Call Home. I was your host, Garrett Jones. Thank you very much to Melissa Fort. Hunter Kelly and Elias Rav. Hope everybody enjoyed it, and we'll see you next week. I'm interested to listen. I wonder what Melissa's going to come up with. Thank you. We'll see you next time. <laughs> see you.